Welcome to another episode of Searching for MacGuffin with your host, George, Dan, and Link. And it is the end of May. It's that time again. It is our monthly period. The period of the month month where we do the episode. Yes. That looks back at everything. And it's been a while since we've done it. We didn't do that last time? No, we didn't do one in April. April. Mm. I think we didn't do one in March. Yeah, the last one we did was in February. Mm. No, that's not why. It's because we have been inundated with topic after topic. There, we, We've had several guests in As that well, period, yeah. which they came with their topics that they wanted to discuss. And then we've had content dropping that we couldn't ignore. That's true. So we kind of revamped the monthly in February, and then we haven't done it since, but we're back with our second edition and probably the last one for a little bit of our new and improved May monthly. That's right. Did May go fast for you guys? I feel like it went Oh yeah, quick. it zoomed by. Yeah, yeah. Um I think the last couple of weeks like even more than May, maybe like the last 6 weeks or so. Mhm. Yeah. Like the fact that you were just like when was the last time we did a monthly? Like yeah. was it April, March? Yeah, no. I feel like the last couple of 6 plus weeks have gone wow. really fast it's almost like we said we a bunch of stuff that we needed to talk about i can't even remember what all that stuff i don't was. know what it was yeah i can think off the top of my head and i like guardians zelda but that's all just this month yeah yeah i don't, <laughs> even, I don't even know what we talked at the beginning of the month it's been a blur was it, was it mandalorian or was that in april that was in april okay then yeah. i have no idea <laughs> but without further ado the monthly and we like to start off with our headlines for the month which is the glut of probably what we'll discuss today the first one we had is everyone's favorite video game company sony mm-hmm. and their playstation showcase what did you guys see from the showcase none of it yep yeah, like th- I, I only saw the twitter stuff yeah you know, okay. i saw people immediately talking about the project q Oh, that's a big talking point. That's a mm-hmm. good one. Yeah. What did you think of Project Q? Explain it. Yeah, for what is P- Project Q? Yeah, I saw you guys talking about it on the chat, but I was like, I don't know what this is. It's, he looked. Uh, wait, wait. Before you explain, it, he looked up from his uh, Nintendo Switch playing <laughs> Tears yeah. of the Kingdom. Yeah, he's like, I don't care about this, and then went right back to the game. So I mean, honestly, same. I <laughs> I just, I only saw what was on Twitter. Okay. But Project Q is basically a controller cut in half with a screen in the middle, which... <laughs> and you connected to the phone. No, 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 you connect it to your PS5. And then you stream games from your PS5 onto this. Oh, but you can do it anywhere. You like thing. No, no, you, you cannot can... do it anywhere, right? It's over Wi Fi. It's over. What does that mean? It has to be over the network. I don't network? know what that means yet. Yeah, yeah. Like, does that mean over your local Wi Fi? Or, or does over, that mean yeah, like. I'm not sure. Yeah. It seems too flimsy to take anywhere. Yeah, yeah. Because you said Very over the sweet. phone. You said over the phone. Yeah, that's what I thought it was. Because the thing screen the, looks like the phone. No, that thing in the middle is not your phone. It is the screen they sell to you. What? Okay, so I've been seeing uh, ads on Reddit about this. And I always thought it was the phone. It was like these two things. like the, put. No, like a, like a <laughs> Razer oh, Kishi. Yeah. Xbox has that. They have a controller that goes, that snaps Yeah, that's over. what I thought it was. I mean, but that's what people are saying is Sony just solved a problem that doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. This is something you can do with your phone. So yeah. why would you buy? They have con- be like three hundred, four hundred dollar controller. 
they have controllers that do that exact that look exactly like that that go on your phone for so for PlayStation as well. You can do the remote play through the PlayStation app and your phone. Yeah, and so like what your iPhone, what your is phone, this then? iPad. And if it's not technically portable outside of your house, it might be. T- I mean, it is supposed to be. I think it oh. doesn't look. Oh. It, it looks very flimsy. It it just doesn't look like I would throw it in my book bag. Yeah. What is everybody comparing it to? I thought it was a phone. Wii U. The Wii U, yeah. It just looks yeah, it like looks... a Wii U gamepad. Like the Sony version of having mm-hmm. a second screen in the home. I mean, I won't lie. The screen looks nice, and it's a nice size. Mm-hmm. I'll give them that. But it, it looks awkward. Like, you have the handles the Wii... of the controller, and then giant screen. We already had that, though. <laughs> in the Wii, With the Wii U, what are you innovating? Mm-hmm. Well, the other thing is to... I guess high, better graphics? I think the gameplay? Wii U is actually more innovative because it actually works at the same time as your console. I don't know yeah. how this works. This seems like a way for you to watch TV and play. Exactly. It looks like it's casting whatever is the PlayStation is powering to this, like basically streaming from your PlayStation to your screen. The Wii U was a second screen experience. You could have two completely different things going on at the same time. You could have a menu usually. Sometimes mm-hmm. it was another game. It could be two players, you know? Ooh. This, this, that's what I would love. For example, the switch to do connected to a light or something like that. I think I've gone on and on, either in personal conversations or on this show mm-hmm. about yeah, that. That would, that. that would be amazing, and that would be an innovation of a sense at this level. You know, with PS5 graphics and you know processing power, but that's not what this seems to be. This seems to be not very different than what you can already do on PlayStation and Xbox by streaming through the pc app or through your mobile app or that you can do on switch by removing your yeah, switch it, yeah i, I think it, it would be really cool if it was a way to like solve the split screen issue yes you have like player one on the tv and you have player two on the project mm-hmm. queue but it doesn't look like that's what it's for yeah i don't know if anyone's gonna go out of their way to work with it because it's gonna be really niche i don't think many people are gonna buy it Right, I don't think developers are going to program for it, and yeah. I also think it's going to be kind of expensive. Whatever it is, it's it's got to be at least two hundred bucks, right? I right. I don't know. It's tough because are you going to really charge two hundred when you can get a switch for like fifty more? I mean, I think you can get a light for two hundred. Yeah. Per- so you could technically get a switch for, crazy for the same price. I that's don't, crazy. Yeah, it doesn't. So really- they didn't solve anything. No, I don't. I don't think they did. I mean, you know, reserve judgment. We don't have a price yeah. point. We don't have feature details. But it was a big, um, I guess a lot of caution. I don't want to say negative reaction, but just like a lot of hesitation. And oh yeah, even from Sony fanboys. Yeah, the only fanboys that I saw like supporting, they're like, oh, finally, like my wife wants to watch TV, but I want to play <laughs> uh... PS Five you know, at the same time so we can watch TV while I play. And I was like, again, I maybe it's aimed at the kind <laughs> of people who aren't aware that they can already do this. Finally, I can take a dump and play video and play PS. I mean, we were even talking, if, if you have a pro, like an iPad pro, mm-hmm. all you have to do is connect the controller to it and you're good. You, it's the you same can con- thing. Yeah, you can connect. it's a connect- bigger screen. Yeah. You can connect this exact same controller, like the PS5 controller. Yeah. That's crazy. Okay. Which is a wonderful controller, by the way. I recently had a PS5. Oh, it's a great controller. Given to me and 
the controllers were always my big problem for Sony. Oh, but yeah? now that I'm playing on the PS5 that I'm borrowing, it's like, wow, okay, this interface and this PS5 controller are very intuitive. They're comfortable in my hand. And, and visually, I'm going to say for the first time, I think, I think they've really hit a home run with the PS5 ergonomics of the controller mm. and of the interface. And I'm, I'm actually interested in going into this ecosystem for the first time. So you heard it here first. Their, uh, uh, their controller has like the best of the 360 and the best of like the PS4 kind of yeah. mashed into, into one. And it, mm-hmm. feels, it feels nice. Mm. Yeah. I so, so I will give them. They're, they're making some good uh, steps forward. But this one looks like question marks, question marks. Mm. They announced a couple of games. A lot of them are multi-platform. They're coming to PC or Xbox, anyways. So we won't spend time. I actually didn't about ro- those. watch the rest of the showcase. I saw like some, but I'm not super. Listen, I'm kind of in this headspace where I don't want to hear about what's coming out. I want to know what's coming out like now, like soon. Yeah. I don't want to be anticipating games for like a year or more anymore. So I want to hear about what's soon. I know they're redoing Metal Gear Solid Three. Yeah. The Snake Eater, which makes me sad because it's the only Metal Gear that I haven't been able to play. On a, oh no, Snake Eater Three has it been ported to another? No, I think it's the only been on a PlayStation. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, console before. But I guess I will have access to it because I'm highly considering jumping in um, to PlayStation for the next game that I think we're going to discuss, which is the big reveal. I think from the showcase, mm. you guys heard yeah, about this long awaited. Uh, is it the spider-man game that's absolutely it yeah there you go there's no doubt about it so what did you think about this gameplay reveal? did you get to actually see gameplay or? no not at all okay i was Dad. too busy playing tears of the kingdom <laughs> yeah Dad, I, I watched the, the it was like a 23 minute like gameplay showcase you saw all of it yeah i watched all of it okay. it was good i i thought it was interesting i i didn't get the chance to play the first uh spider-man ps4 really i played it yeah do it I, you have ps5 right no it was my brother's Okay, but you have access to it? No. Maybe. 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 You know what? I think I'm not going to. I watched two people play through it. Oh, okay, okay. So you know know what happens in it and everything. Exactly, yeah. And that's one of those games I feel like I can watch. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, it is. Uh, Like, my experience, the limited Sony experience that I have, I feel like every time I play a PlayStation game, it's more playing me than I am playing it. (laughs) It's a very cinematic experience. Which is fine. I definitely think there's a space for that, um, especially because they're always on the edge of like processing power, and it looks gorgeous and beautiful. I literally just beat the original Spider-Man game just yesterday, actually. No, oh, nice. I dedicate. I think I did it in about 16 hours over the course of since okay. I went since I went on break. I think like two weeks or something like that. Mm. Be in anticipation for this. I think I mentioned I did fall in order right before Survivor came out. Mm. Breath of the Wild. I had already beaten before tears of the kingdom but i i wanted to make sure i had this game so i was ready for marvel spider-man 2 and it's man i think it blew me away i had played the first quarter of it on ps4 Mm. and i wasn't super impressed with it like i thought i was like oh this is really good but like it was basically what spider-man games are it's not until you get like a third of the way that you realize especially if you play it on ps5 like i finished it now it's on the same level as the arkham games um, it's even better than the Guardians game that I've been talking about yeah. for months now. Um, but those are that's like the benchmark, and it's right up there. I think it's one of the best games I've ever played, and I was very impressed. Did you enjoy playing as Mary Jane? 
I did not enjoy playing as oh, Mary Jane. I was like, let this person die. Oh, okay. You beat the whole game? Yeah. Okay. So she has the stealth missions, which I don't even enjoy them when you're Miles oh, either. Oh, I don't mind them with Miles. But he has the hacking ability, which makes it like more... Yeah. But with Mary, Mary Jane... Jane yeah. yeah. With Mary Jane, you have to push boxes to distract yeah, people. Like, why am I? Why am I playing as Mary Jane? And it's also kind of unrealistic because the guards are like super stupid. Yeah, you're you ninjas. Know? They're ninjas, right? Yeah. The only thing that I would or say, Jacuzza. I don't know what they are. Well, okay, yeah. When you're doing the 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 demon bosses, yeah, they're basically yeah. like a Jacuzza. But then you're also fighting like Silver Sable's like police force. Yeah. And then they're super dumb because you're like literally walking right past them. But anyways, long story short. It did pay off once you team up with Spidey later and you're like, go get him, Spidey. And then Spidey yeah, catches cool. guy. That part was that cool. That part is cool. Yeah. Yeah, that part is cool. But yeah, the Mary Jane stuff, they should have thought a little bit more. I right, did not want to play as her. I'm, well, I'm actually open to playing as Mary Jane because I didn't know Miles was in the game at all, by the way. Mm. I knew there was oh, a Miles Morales. Yeah, I knew there was a Miles Morales sequel game, but I thought that it just came out of nowhere. Yeah. But the fact that they do a whole origin story for Miles and that he gets to be friends with Peter for the whole game. That's pretty cool. Leading eh? up to that moment, it is really cool. So I like the try protagonist thing. They could have just tried a little bit more on Mary Jane's, you know, yeah. story and her, her gameplay. Did that GT, GTA 5 thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, explain that. The... GTA 5, you have five protagonists. Three protagonists. You're Trevor, yeah, you're, the, the, you're, the, you're the black guy, you're the, and you're the white trash guy. <laughs> you just identify <laughs> each of the yeah, protagonists by right. the racist. Okay. And then, then you have the rich white guy. Okay. That's, that's fair. Yeah. So I liked it. I thought it was a great game. I haven't played Miles yet. I will before two, but I'm stoked. You said you saw the 20 minute gameplay. I saw five Did minutes. Did you watch of, it? You saw five? I saw the first five minutes of it. Mm. And then I turned it out because I was like, I'm sold. I have enough. I don't want to see anymore. I want to Yeah, honestly, this. if I were playing it, I probably wouldn't have kept going either. Yeah. I think uh, the symbiote suit looks great. Uh, looks awesome. Yeah, looks I love amazing. that the voice actor is giving a much more aggressive like voice performance. Mm -hmm. Obviously, they're showing Spider-Man struggling with the symbiote as usual. But uh, I really like the story that they're going with. And I'm not. I don't know if I can say anything because I don't want people avoiding it. I don't want to spoil it, but. You're going I mean, with Lizard and Venom in the same game. Oh, no, no. That's and fair. And Craven. Yeah. That's, I think, a also another really Sinister Six. Yeah. Well, yeah, because I'm going to go minor spoilers on the first game because, come on, it's been years now. I played it super late. I think it's, what is it, 2019? Yeah. Yeah. No, the original. So it starts off with Mr. Mr. Negative as the villain. And I was like, this is weak. And you go about a quarter of the game. But then other villains start to pop up. And then yeah. you realize the Sinister Six is the end game of this game. And you're like, Okay, I understand. Mm. So now the fact that they're showing us some of the villains ahead of time and we know who's... I'm amazed at how much they packed into the first game but still held back because they didn't do things like the symbiote suit. You get so many suits. I played most of the game as Scarlet Spider and then finished the game as twenty ninety nine. Oh, I and... wanted to play... Uh, I wanted to do the underwear one. Oh. <laughs> mm. Yeah, that's... But it's too hard to get it. Why? Why is it too hard to you get it? To do like certain things. I didn't know what it was. I'm like, I'm not going to do this. <laughs> so um, they gave you a ton of suits, but they didn't give you the black suit, which is weird because it's one of the most popular suits. Mm. I feel like they had a plan. They knew they were going to do the uh, symbiote that's, story. That's smart line. of them, yeah. Yeah. I think and the rumor that I, I read about the symbiote suit is that you're going to get all the same suits from Spider-Man PS4, but they're all going to have a symbiote version now. Oh, that's no pretty cool. Can't yeah. wait for that. Can't wait for that black which underwear. would be <laughs> <laughs> black underwear. 
I'm thinking about like Symbiote 2099, Symbiote yeah. Spider. Like, I really hope that's the path they went with it. They didn't really show much more than like the Symbiote suit on the PS4 suit. But I really hope that rumor is true. That wow, be I'd be very cool. Yeah. Touch. If you wear the black underwear, do you think all the symbiote comes out of your boxer briefs? Like, okay. you're, you're, we're on video, so oh. they can see your emotions. Um. <laughs> anyways, super excited for this game. Yeah. I think if Tears of the Kingdom, which we talked about a couple of weeks back, if you didn't listen to the Zelda episode, go ahead and check it out. If that's a reason enough to buy a Switch, this game might be reason enough to buy a PlayStation. Mm. Hopefully yeah. there's a more affordable option by the time that game comes out, but because it can be pricey, but I think it's worth it. Yeah. Speaking of which, this month, Tears of the Kingdom came out. We talked about it for over an hour. Yes, sir. It's one of the best games ever. Go back to the go back to our Tears of the Kingdom episode. But one game that we didn't get a chance mm. to get do an episode on, I know Dan was really heartbroken, was another one of the best games ever of all time, and that's the Lord of the Rings Golem. Mm. Why Why is this game so good? Do you guys know? Have you heard? I just heard it sucks. That's all I know. <laughs> I was too busy playing Tears of the Kingdom. We we speculated all the way back at the uh, right. Predict to the Future episode at the start of this calendar year, halfway through our season, um, of how bad this game was going to be because who needs to play as Golem? But didn't I say I was going to enjoy it? You did say you were going to enjoy it. So you should get I it. Also, but, I was but, with you on that bandwagon. But what, reason, what reasoning did I say? <laughs> what was my reasoning? I know it was something I dumb. Think, I think you said it would be so bad that it would be good. I think you said that you would love to just catch fish and like <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> steal Lambdas bread. And okay. So, yeah, sounds like fun. <laughs> it, you, you, you can't do none of that? I think you said it was going to be like a farming simulator, but for Golden. <laughs> that sounds amazing. You can't do any of that? I don't think so. I don't. Uh, I actually don't know. Look like it. Has a game come out yet? Yeah, it's out. It, it people- leaked entirely, and everyone like saw it, like the whole gameplay before the game even came out, but it's out officially now. Yeah. But it's not good at all. No, it's complete. Like, what makes it bad? You know, it's so bad that we have to look into it, right? Like, at some point. I mean, I've seen a few things just like What have you seen? The game is just you talking to Golem as his inner voice and convincing him to make the choices that he has to make. Like bad choices or good choices? Like LA Nor? You decide. Oh. Doubt. It's LA Nor. <laughs> Do that again, please. Doubt. <laughs> exactly. Pretty much, yeah, actually. So like each like button on the controller is like a response. Like an orc will come and face you, and you have to choose a response. But like you have the, to, you don't fight the orc. <laughs> you talk to them. No, no, you just talk the whole time. You're just talking. That's it. What? Yeah. That's it. That's the whole game. This is what yeah. you wanted me and Link to like, launch our Twitch game. stream. Oh, yeah, it's, it's like it's like a dating simulator. <laughs> Golden Pretty much. Yeah. They should have called it that. That's what they should have called it. Yeah, yeah. they would have sold. Finding Golden my Gates. finding my precious. <laughs> I'm dead. That's <laughs> trademark that. that. Trademark. Yeah, that is good. finding Trade, my pleasures. Trademark that. Oh wow! But yeah, the super disappointing. Day. The studio came out. We should have made that apology for making the game. So, yeah, that that's how bad it is. They apologized. You know, I was I, I saw on Twitter that they apologized, right? But there were other studios that also apologized for some of the stuff that they've made. Like mm. EA apologized for some of the things that happened in Jedi. Uh, 
Survivor. Survivor? Sur- no, not Survivor. The other yeah. one. Fallen Order. No, they Fallen apologize Order. for stuff. In for Survivor as well. Survivor. I know really? Project. Project. Uh, yeah, oh, because of, on PC. On PC, it was like terrible. Yeah. yeah. And they needed a yeah, big yeah, patch for the console. I know the first couple of days. Project CD. Project CD. What is it? The people that made CD, CD Red. CD Red. Yeah, they. Cyberpunk, they. Yeah. They. Yeah, Cyberpunk. They apologize. Can I play that game? By the way, I've been waiting. Um, I know you guys oh, were yeah. waiting years to play it, but now I've been waiting years to for it to not be broken. Can I play that? On? Is it still broken? Apparently, you can't. From what I've heard. Okay. That's kind of too late. On now. on like current gen, or, or can I still play it like on my One X? That I don't know. That I don't think. Yeah, <laughs> Probably think current gen. Yeah. Right. I should just. I shouldn't even try. But the problem is my current gen console doesn't have a disc drive. Yeah. But <laughs> okay, go ahead. No, no, yeah. So I just thought it was all these companies were were, were apologizing for the for the products, right? It made me appreciate Nintendo even more because they delayed yeah. Tears of the Kingdom one whole year. And I think mm. a lot of people are going to learn from that. Yeah. So mm. ne- I think a lot of you're right. I think a lot of uh, shows are going to start being sorry. Uh, video games are going to start being delayed, and it's going to suck at first, right? Because we want those games out, but. If anything, Tears of the Kingdom shows us that it's better to delay a game than garbage. You know, maybe if you're younger, it's going to suck. But I'm at a point in my life where I'm like, I, I don't, don't have time. I, yeah, can't I, don't, wait. <laughs> I can't wait. Yeah. yeah. A year so, is not that much. Take yeah. a year. That's a year to get for me to get my affairs in order. <laughs> yeah. Because these games, you know, they're 20, 30, 50, 120 hours. Like, yeah, makes sense. Yeah, I saw that. We are like in an age of apology for video games. Every right? studio drops a game and apologizes like within a week. It's kind of sad to see. There's a lot of rushed products, games yeah. that could be great, but they're not because they don't take the time. I mean, because they're spending tons of money and they're innovating with new technology. And yeah, and they know, announce you... the games too early. Absolutely. Yeah. So there's pressure from consumers to release the product. Some of the best announcements have been like, oh, this game comes out next month. Yeah, exactly. That's what you should do. Yeah. Once, once it's ready, it's, it should be gold verified before you start telling us. The that, only reason yeah. you're announcing a game is because you need help paying for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that, yeah. That's wow. It. That is a really, that's actually a really informative take. Thank that's you. That's so true. Thought of it right now. <laughs> good. Because, wow. I had, I had <laughs> yeah, not considered that. I hadn't that. thought about that either. That's a good point. Wow. That's, that's actually enlightening. Metroid, for example, came out that like Prime re-release. They were like, it's out today and it'll be in stores Beautiful. in like two weeks. Yeah. I loved it. That and, should happen and, more often. And they capitalized on the hype because I pre-ordered it. I pre-ordered it that same day and I was like, I don't know when I have time, but you know what? I love this game. <laughs> it's and, out. Yeah, it's out. I'm yeah. going to look into it. I'm going to get yeah. it. Yeah. And, then, and I got it and I haven't played it, but I know it's awesome because it's got great reviews. So it's like and they, they got knew. your sale. Yeah, that's it. You know, I'll get to it at some yeah. point. But they made their money. They got their prestige because the game was gold and it was beautiful. And and everyone everyone wins. Everyone was it happy. Does, yeah. Oh man. So, um, so let that be a lesson that in your life there's highs and there's lows. There's tears of the kingdom and then there's Just Lord of the Rings gold. Uh, I also can't praise Nintendo too much because I won't forget about Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. You know what? That's the Pokemon <laughs> that's company. Game, that's Game Freak, sir. And you know what? That's true, but still. Let's talk about that. Let me move up that topic on today's list because we actually have that as a point of contention. That is Niantic and the Pokemon company and their conspiracy to ruin Pokemon for us. I talked a little bit about this with Dan because he was out of the loop for 
He's been on the Scarlet and Violet yeah, side can, of it. Can you open my presents, Dan? <laughs> my gifts in Pokemon Go? Yeah. We're almost, you know we're right. almost best talk. friends. We're almost best friends. Actually, I'm going to take this opportunity to put this out there in the world. Anyone who's listening to this who hasn't opened me and Link's presents, can you please open? <laughs> yes, <here>? please. <laughs> also, if you live in the Tundra region or the Sun region of the Vavilion Pavilion uh, <laughs> badge collection. Please befriend me. I w- I'm almost. I'm about to platinum that badge. I just need three more postcards. That's all I need. We've lost about half our list. Two, two from the tundra region. That's that's you, Iceland. And he, I know we have friends in Iceland. Oh, yeah, we're going. So we're, we're good. going. So yeah. let's like yeah. let's friend people there. No, like you, we're, we're not, we don't have to friend anyone. Just I'll send you. You send me. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. Oh, yeah let's hold. Okay. Let's get postcards. Yeah. 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 And if you're so, in South Central America, please befriend me. <laughs> I just need one more, and I get the sun badge. That's all. I was just saying that some people tuned out. Was like, what is he talking about? <laughs> yeah, he's just shamelessly begging. On the I show. need this. <laughs> actually, I I actually just deleted Pokemon Go a few days ago. What? Well, I was I was really sick recently. Okay, that makes sense. You and I was like, I need to get rid of all distractions, so I like deleted. Detox. Yeah, De- I put my phone back in black and white. As we discussed earlier this season, and I deleted Reddit and Pokemon Go. Oh, I deleted Reddit, yeah, too. Yeah, and I was like, okay, well, that's it. That way I won't pick up my phone, and when I pick up my phone, it'll be ugly, and I'll have nothing to do on it. So um, I was telling Danny a little bit about this, that Niantic has been making some... Terrible choices? Yeah, yeah. You want to share some of them? I don't know what they've done, but they owe me an apology. <laughs> so you don't, you don't know what, what's offended well, you? Well, what's offended me... First of all, the thing that got me was I love the remote raid passes. Yes. I love the price at which you could get them because I would t- it would take me four to five days uh, you know, of leaving Pokemons in gyms to, mm-hmm. re- to, to, you know, to afford three remote raid passes. And now they raised it up to 520. It went from 300 to 525, right? Yeah. And I'm like, bro, who am I going to do this with? That's a big jump. That's a big jump. It's that's, a huge jump. That's a huge jump. So I'm like, no, who am I going to do remote raid passes with anyways? raids with so i was i was bummed out by that yeah and i think it it kind of opens your eyes that our relationships with companies are like relationships with people because now that they're how much is it for three remote rate passes 525 yeah and that's how much money i have no idea yeah (laughs) okay let's say it's like 550 or something like let's say you need like five dollars or something because i think it's like 100 coins for one dollar right yeah i think so yeah Yeah. so let's say it's five five six bucks right five bucks for Right, for three remote raid, it's a little more than five, but let's say it's five bucks, right? For three remote raid passes. And now you start to realize when someone takes advantage of you that you're like, you know what? They were kind of expensive from the beginning and yeah. I was putting up with it. Yeah. And then it, it sours you on like your good memories. I was like, you know what? I have been paying too much and now I don't want to pay forever anymore, ever. And that was like the big brick, I think, yeah. that started toppling down the house. I mean, yeah. They've done much more stuff. Tell us what, what they've done. Yeah, well, I mentioned to Dan... You know, I, we were, we had finished recording. I think I talked to him for like half an hour about yeah, this. Yeah, I was yeah. Down, I, I was I downstairs was playing. <laughs> I was downstairs playing Tears of the Kingdom. <laughs> yeah. Anytime anyone's doing anything this month, Link is somewhere playing Tears yeah. of the Kingdom. At work, I was playing. I shouldn't say that. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's done now. No, it's so you already paid get, for the yeah, year. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, but I think I mentioned. Yeah. A lot. Five dollars is five hundred fifty Poke coins. So oh, okay. It's so it's five dollars. It's five dollars for three. Re- oh my goodness. Okay. So I mentioned a lot of glitches, a lot of uh, dumb, yeah, dumb yeah. glitches. Where do I start? Number one, they made me buy this long-term research where I'm stuck in the middle of it for weeks and weeks. 
because you have to catch 10 Kecleon, but Kecleons never spawn. Appear, yeah. Yeah. So I've seen one in like three months. Uh, number two. So just frustrating things like that. Um, but then they had an event. What is it? Regigigas? What was it? I don't even remember what it was. No, the one that you wanted to do. Oh, yeah. That they never spawned. I, I don't know. It was a weird dragon boat. Yeah, rigid drag. I don't know. They had a legendary uh, raid event. That you had to pay for. Yeah, that you had to pay for, and then they never spawned. So then they had to do a makeup, and the makeup sometimes didn't spawn, depending on your region. Like, they had to do makeup for the makeup in certain regions. Um, oh, the Larvesta thing. Oh, yeah. They had a egg hatching event, and it, some people paid tons to get a bunch of incubators and hatched egg after egg after egg, and they never got the Larvesta that they wanted. Link didn't even want a Larvesta. I didn't want a Larvesta. I just wanted a Mr. Mime Jr. Yeah. That's all I wanted. <laughs> I popped 30 eggs. 37k eggs. Uh-huh. And how many Mr. Wine Juniors did you Zero. get? Zero. 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 Are you serious? Juniors. Zero. <laughs> Out of yeah. 30 eggs? Out of 30 eggs. <laughs> That's correct. And just frustrating things like this. Things that like... I was active that week, so that was good. Yeah, yeah they me? wanted to sell incubators, spend more money, and then just broken just broken events. I don't know what's... Oh, sending uh, press releases, tweets, in-game notifications about perks that are going to happen during an event, and then those perks never happen. Yeah. And then them trying to gaslight you by saying, oh, make sure that you're only getting your information from official, official, <laughs> you know, means. What? It was in the game. Just things like that. Niantic's been a My mess. My favorite one that you told me was the, the Team Rocket Go box. Oh, yes. <laughs> there was two identical boxes right next to each other in the shop and one of them was significantly more expensive than the other one it made zero sense if you're not paying attention you could absolutely just get the wrong box and suddenly you've like paid more it's so scummy or, or yeah. scummy or, or just like stupid I don't, oh I don't yeah know i don't know if it's greed or ineptitude but somebody's got to do something about my antics yeah uh, the last one is they created uh these rocket raids and they're local only, so you cannot remote, even if you do have a remote raid pass. So I don't understand why they're trying to get rid of remote raid passes. I don't. Yeah, they invented them. You invented them. You made the game better. <laughs> they make you more money. I don't yeah, understand. Like, I yeah. will, people were willing it to make it more accessible. Pay. I don't understand. Yeah, and think about that. He's complaining that they raised the price, and I'm complaining that now you can't use them on certain raids. Why would you raise the price of something, something you, you can now use, use less? Exactly. It's because they don't want to use them. I guess they're trying to get rid of them. I guess I don't know, man. It's one of your best. Oh, it was one of the best things about the game. And then the other side of that coin is I didn't because yeah, it's no. already annoying to do raids, right? Yeah. I can't do raids with Danny because he stopped playing the game. All right? <laughs> I'm mad at you, Danny, but I love you still. <laughs> I'll right? open your gift today. <laughs> I don't know many people that play the game, right? Right. If I go to a raid, the community's getting smaller. The community's getting smaller. If I go to a raid. It's no one's there, mm -hmm. so I've been using apps like Poke Genie to yeah. to to do remote raids. Oh yeah, and they're awesome. I love it. Yeah, because I can finally do things on my own. But you're raising the price of the remote raid passes. Like I can't do this anymore. That was the other thing. They pulled funding for um, the Silk Road, which, which is a, a independent organization that does the research to kind of help this game make sense and work better. And now they announced that they're closing because they can't afford to continue moving forward without Niantic's help, all so that Niantic could launch Campfire, a separate app that nobody uses. I that sucks. Use it, yeah. Yeah. So the other side of that coin is the Pokemon company who can't get their stuff together. 
We've complained ad nauseum that Scarlet and Violet launched broken. They apologized when the game came out. There's back on theme, right? And they said they would fix it. They have not fixed it. They've done several patches patches that do yeah, very little. Bad. Yeah, very little to improve the game. And then they announced that Pokemon Home, which for those of you that don't know what that is, <laughs> it's where you pay a subscription and you can kind of store all your Pokemon from all the games and then send them to all the other games, like the new games that come out, like Scarlet and Violet. They announced, oh, it'll be out on this day so you can import all your Pokemon. And then the very next day, they announced, no, we were wrong. That's not the date. That's not, it's not coming out. It's coming out later. It's just weird. <laughs> like, it's, it's like, know. it's just, you know, you have those friends that are flakes that are like, guys, let's get together. Come over to my house on Thursday and it's Tuesday. And then on Wednesday, after you've made plans, they're like, guys, guys, nah, never mind. Like, <laughs> why are these companies, why do we have codependent relationships with these companies all yeah, of a sudden yeah. leading me on for some reason i don't, I don't <laughs> yeah. understand i have enough with the people in my life for yeah. you to treat me this way so i don't i don't know what the future of pokemon is i mean i think me and danny dan is smart he didn't buy scarlet and violet i've i've solemnly swore that i'm not getting the next pokemon game yeah, i'm going to i'm not saying i'm going to quit pokemon go but i'm easing back on my consumption you know, I'm not going to plan my life around it. I went a month where I had like, I made like 57 best buddy Pokemon. But uh, I don't know, Link, how do you feel about Pokemon right now? I just want to get that. You're the biggest fan. I just yeah. want to get that Vivillian badge. Once I get that. <laughs> once, so please help. So please help me. End this misery. I don't want to play this game no more. How do you feel no about more. Scarlet and Violet now? Like after? He barely played it. Um, you know what? I I just didn't go to the depths of the game. You know the depths. I don't oh, know what it's that, called. That's like uh, the end. Yeah, I didn't. There's do a, the depths. There's like a yeah. There's a map under. What? Yeah. Is that a new thing? Is that? I don't know. Oh. They oh. had a depth. <laughs> I have no idea. That's when you get those other Pokemon. I, I know Elden Ring did it. Tears of the Kingdom did it. You have that, and I didn't do the I didn't do the um Pokemon League either. So. Okay, how many hours you got? Into you, it? Well, yeah, and maybe 30, 20, okay. 30, 25. You got your money's worth. My I got my money's worth of a Pokemon game. Yeah, I guess. At this point, I'd rather play like emulated Pokemon games than the game. Board. As would I. Or Nintendo got the Pokemon company to let you release yeah. the original games on. on the Virtual Console or whatever it's called now. Nintendo Switch Online. I would Online. buy all the Game Boy ones I would buy on them, the yeah. Switch. Well, you won't be able to buy them, but you'll be able to pay for your subscription. I would so do that. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. fine. That's fine with me. Okay. So let's look at the past, okay? So that we can have a brighter future. Hmm. With that being said, a couple of streaming things dropped this month. Not too much. And I didn't watch any of it mm. because we've been playing this game. Yeah. Uh, so again, check out Tears of the Kingdom if you have a Nintendo Switch. I just wanted to highlight two things that I heard really good things about. So I don't know if it's true, but they're definitely on my radar. Hopefully by the end of summer. Muppets Mayhem, which is a new Muppets show. I love the Muppets. Is it Jason Siegel anywhere no, near this? No, it's not Jason Siegel. No. Uh, That's not uh, the only Muppets that matter. Uh, I really like Jason Siegel. Okay. As Muppets, man. And then there's American Born Chinese. Have you guys heard about this show? Oh, isn't that I the, saw the trailer everything and everywhere all at once? A PG version? Yeah, it's basically like a PG... Uh, Disney version of... Yeah, Disney version of everything, everything everywhere all at once. It reunites the cast. Um, I think there's some creative input from... The Daniel? Yeah, the from the Daniels. 
Um, I do know it is like a family show, so I do think it's for younger audiences. Yeah. But I've heard positive things coming out of it. I've heard it's really good. So something to check out. Again, I can't verify of its quality, but I've heard good things. And it's two things that I that came out in May that I definitely want to check out. Strong and cast for that. Yes. Yeah. For real. Yeah. And they're both on Disney Plus, which I know a lot of people complain. Does not have a ton of content coming in all the time. Okay. Or like Danny, you complained that the Ant-Man movie came out. <laughs> I still haven't watched it. <laughs> oh, you haven't? Uh, yeah, I never will. <laughs> uh, is, is that serious? You're never going to? I might. I might not. Okay. I just accept it as what it is. <laughs> All right. Again, me and Link didn't think it was that bad. Right. We also didn't think it was that good. Yeah. But I know, but that's two more hours that could go into Teachers of Kingdom. Come on. That is I all. Give I give you that. You know what? If, <laughs> yeah. If that's the trade off, then yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's worth it. Um, you know what? I'm going to start measuring time and things. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I could go to a friend's house what, and no. celebrate his birthday. Don't. don't. <laughs> but that could go towards Tears of the That's Kingdom. at least four hours. That's, yeah, do. exactly. Don't do that. You You're going to be like, I could, go, done in four done. Hours. I could go to the gym. I could eat. <laughs> I, could, I could start a family. <laughs> but that's years. 18 years that I could dedicate to Tears of the Kingdom. I'm not sure this is the healthiest road to go down. Speaking of streaming services, Max launched. Yeah. I don't think I put that on the list, but uh, I, I, all I know is that I downloaded the app and it immediately logged me in because of HBO Max. Mm. I appreciate that. I think that's the first time that's that ever happened. That's a nice touch. <laughs> it is a very nice touch. Um, it, I think it's too soon to figure out. It's got everything on HBO plus some more stuff, so... Something see. to take a look at. The only thing I've seen about Max is that they suggest films based on your Harry Potter house. No hey, way. Oh, well, yeah. It was like, this. That's actually these pretty cool. Are for Slytherins. Oh, no. I saw no, this because you guys sent this in the chat and it was a horrific <laughs> like, oh. list. Why am, yeah, I Ez- why am I Ezra Miller? <laughs> oh, yeah. I changed all our icons in our family to be members of Zack Snyder's Justice League. I'm going to edit this. <laughs> no, so Link, don't edit it right now. No, there's only one character that uh, I want to be. You're going to be the only one with a successful film franchise. Yeah, so. I don't want to be... A f- no, I want to be Larry David. Okay, I don't think he's a choice anymore. What? I guess you hate Max now. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But uh, Why isn't Larry David a choice? I don't know, man. What do you want? Because it's not just HBO now. It's Max. It's everything what under the, the is- Warner Brothers... Dude, uh, but wouldn't Larry family. David be part of everything? Yeah, wouldn't you want to? Wouldn't that's how you win me over? <laughs> that's fair, but last time it was just nothing but HBO Where's the icons. Conan? Where's the Conan you know? show? Uh. So they were just pulling as many HBO characters as they could. Also, I'm lying, and I don't know Larry David. <laughs> Why would you remove there. them though? I don't... <laughs> nah, they hate. Why would you not just add to them? <laughs> no, they did do because I was looking for some of our old ones. Like I think we used to have the Teen Titans, and I'm not sure if they're all there anymore. They have new ones, though, like Batman the Animated Series and stuff like that. So They actually had custom. HBO Max was very nice. They had custom, and you can upload any image and have that be your icon. Really? So I, yeah. Cool. So, like so at some point, we were all like AEW wrestlers, and then we were all... Really? I mean, we can yeah. do that now. I did at San Diego Comic-Con when they released all the like key art for the DC films. We did, I did that. So, But I don't know if they still have custom art for Max. Like I said, it's... It's still new. Ooh, I gotta watch Bear. And we'll he's still on Max. Yeah, he's yeah. He's... Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to look for that Conan show. <laughs> well, you're gonna start watching it right now. I'm gonna start we're watching it right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Zoe Deschanel has a "What am I eating?" with Zoe Deschanel. So, as you noticed, I just mentioned that we're all in the 
same, or at least me and Link are in the same um, streaming family here on Max, which is provided to me through my AT&T, through our family AT&T subscription. Thank we'll you, see AT&T. how long We'll see how long that lasts since they technically said they'd give me HBO Max for life. So are they going to try to be like HBO Max mm. doesn't exist anymore? Ah, that'd be a good way to get yourself <laughs> out of that. Yeah, to screw me. But um, anyways, speaking of streaming families, the emails went out here in the United States already. Oh, no. Everyone on, with a Netflix account has been informed. Netflix is for you and your household, the people living in your home. The age of reckoning has come. Yeah. Which someone pointed out uh, an old tweet that's still up uh, that Netflix love is sharing a password. Yeah, love is sharing a password. Love is sharing a password. Mm. Mm, that did not age well. Liars. I don't. <laughs> I don't like the level of aggression in the the communication regarding this. Like it's very stern. Like Netflix is for the people living in your home. Like as <laughs> if you could just rewrite the rules and then be like really. But what stern is about it? It? what is a home? Because. A home Thor, is Ragnar- a Roar- Thor Ragnarok <laughs> taught us that yes. a home is a people. Mm-hmm. So Netflix, you're wrong, <laughs> and Thor is right. So, I just don't understand. Like college students, like they're screwed. Everyone's screwed, right? <laughs> a lot of yeah, people I mean, are screwed. Yeah, I mean, uh, how about like shared custody? You're telling me that uh, someone, a child who's lives with two separate parents is only allowed to watch Netflix 50% of the time. You know, if one parent doesn't have Netflix, they don't deserve to watch Netflix. <laughs> to when watch they're not. Even worse. So how about someone whose mom does not have Netflix or dad does not have Netflix. <laughs> so he uses his brother-in-law's father's Netflix. I, I, I don't think and, they care about and you. Now, now he can't I, watch Netflix. I think that's who they're targeting. That's you specifically. Yeah. Oh, that's really goodness. specific, but also oh my a goodness. lot of people I feel like are in a similar boat. Yeah. <laughs> so. that, that's literally why they're cutting it. I just think it's very difficult to shift culture. Yeah. You know? And I think there's a, there's a famous saying that says, culture eats strategy for breakfast. Now, it doesn't always work, and maybe this will make Netflix a richer company, but I can see, at least in me personally, I'm cutting Netflix, and I'm not paying for something that I was sharing with my legitimate biological father, you know? You know, yeah. I'm his son, and we l- live across the street from each other, you know? And I'm his daughter-in-law's <laughs> brother. <laughs> Who also lives across the street. Who also lives across the street from me. (laughs) So I just, I don't know if the cultural shift of everyone paying for their Netflix is something that's going to happen. Oh my goodness. I'm not going to go out of my way to make it. I use my my dad's Netflix account. I'm not going to get my own. I will just cut ties with Netflix. That's fine. Yeah. And listen, I'm going to be honest. Two things are going to happen. I'm just going to miss out on some Netflix shows. That's just going to happen. You know, <laughs> oh, there's no. tons of content Wednesday, out there. Two. Or two, maybe I'm going to open that friend of a friend's Plex server that they happen to have been. I've been legally Arg. watching, but, <laughs> but you know, might sail the seven seas. <laughs> how do, how do they get that there? Cause I don't even have to break any laws for that. Um, but most likely I just won't watch the content. Let's, yeah. let's be honest. Um, I don't know. We'll see how it pans out. I yeah. don't see me paying for something that I have complained for 
almost two years of having this show. When does this? It's not very this, good to begin with. When does it take place? It's soon. It's any minute now. It might happen already. I don't know because I I'm not the household <laughs> oh, no. owner. Oh no! This is so like, hold your family and friends any moment now. <laughs> You're gonna open Netflix. The hammer is gonna tell down, you. Yeah. yeah. So they've been informed, and I don't think they've flipped the switch yet. But they've been informed that that's it. They're doing it. Dang. It's happening. Oh so. well. What are you gonna do? Okay. Speaking of movies, I know you guys are huge John Wick fans. Yeah, yeah. haven't seen John Wick four. You still what? I was gone. You know what? I miss that window. What's that window? Like two, three days? Yeah. <laughs> you were back. You were back like the day after it came yeah, out. Yeah, but stuff got in the way. Other movies came in. Also, it's three hours long. Yeah, that is. That's, that's what that's what turned me off. But you're gonna watch it at home. But I'm gonna it? watch it on Max when it comes out. Is that where it'll come out? I don't know, but I hope so. I think it's a Lionsgate film. I don't know who. What does that mean? I got. I know it's Lions. I know what it means. <laughs> well, Lionsgate is a film studio. <laughs> who who owns the right? Independent yeah. Film. Yeah. Um. Go ahead. Keep vamping. Talk about why you haven't seen it. Nah, it's just you know having. By the time I came back, everyone I was gonna watch it, which with already watched it, and no one wanted to watch a three-hour movie again. Okay, apparently uh, Lionsgate Films release on Stars. Who has Stars in our family? I do. I have Stars. Are we good? I wait till they do a promotion where they're like, have one year for $12. And I'm like, I'll take it. There we go. There we go. We're good. So that way I can watch the extended cut of Spider-Man that I never bought and uh, Heels, that wrestling show. And that's literally the only thing Mm. I watch on Stars. And, And movies, random movies that show up. Like, I think every, no. Where's Breaking Bad? Is that on Netflix? Still? Yeah, but not for long. They said I was leaving in 25. Not for long. That's two years That's from two now. Years from that now. is long. You're right. <laughs> not for long. For the long, contract only but... runs till 2032. <laughs> After that, who knows? Maybe we might only have one streaming app. But anyways, 2025. We might only have one film company and two streaming apps that we pay $250 for by then. Yeah. So... John Wick 5 was not announced, but an executive within. Yeah, said that they were going to make it. The studio said John Wick 5 is coming and doubled down on the John Wick cinematic universe. Mm. If More it's sp- not. Oh, well, I can't get spoilers, but interesting. Interesting choice. Okay. I think this is what you Excited. Do. We all know about the puppy bull, right? Wait, before hmm. you move on, wait, do you know what, ha- what happens at the end of John Wick? No, no, yeah, no. Yeah, that's why I didn't want to say anything. All right, all right then. We know that there's a puppy bull, right? Like a puppy bull, like, like the, the, the actual event in real life. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But we do it with John Wick's puppies. He, what? He only has like one puppy. He only has one. No, because in this, in this show, he, he ends up <laughs> going to a shelter and, and He liberates adopting, all the puppies. Adopt, yeah, liberating all the puppet, pu- puppies. All the puppets. And, Muppets and we get, we get. A puppy bull, John Wick, and they all fight each other to death. I, no, no, no! I wouldn't want that for. Puppy. I don't want <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah, I, don't I don't think John Wick that. wants yeah, that. Yeah, 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 you're right. You're right. I take that back. <laughs> you know, no one wants that. <laughs> they're not all winners. You yeah. know? it's called brainstorming yeah. for a reason. There you go, live brainstorming. That's do, the content you don't have to pay for. Do you what? You don't have to share I mean, passwords for. Oh, that's fair. Yeah, true. Yeah, everybody can. Create their own account and download this show. Exactly. We're free. We're better than Netflix. Love is not sharing a password. Love is having your own account for free. (laughs) Love is is sharing 
Searching for MacGuffin podcast. That, that should be one of our taglines. It should be searching for MacGuffin. We're better than Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever runs our Twitter, you know what to do. Um, you think John Wick is like big enough of a franchise to have an entire extended universe about? I know they're having the ballerina, right? Yeah. With, uh, what's her name? Ana de Armas. Yes, the most beautiful Cuban in the world. Okay. Um, <laughs> hey, man, I'm right here. Yeah, female what, Cuban in the world. Oh, thing. now you're gonna put a modifier on yeah, it. Okay, yeah, I'm sorry. Right. I'm sorry, Danny's mom. Bittersweet, bittersweet. You're number two. You're number two. <laughs> um, I, I mean, I don't know. Sounds like fun. You get me? I don't know what if you, if you can get the the guys from uh, how from, to train your dragon. No, the guys from the raid, <laughs> the be in the be in the John Wick cinematic universe. I'm down. You know, you, you're con- you're constantly harping on the guys from the raid. I, I don't know. I feel like that cultural moment has passed. And I not... actually love that movie so much. The first one. Yeah, I haven't oh, seen the second one. You've never seen the second one. No. You're such a strange creature, Link. I am the. How can you love something so much? I'm a rare just... breed. No, yeah, that's fair. All right. A little bit of a sports talk. Actually, I didn't get this topic clear. I don't know if you want to talk about the championships or is there anything to talk about there. So the Miami Heat tonight. Okay. Oh boy. Game seven. When we're recording this, yes. Tonight. Game seven against the map the, the, the freaking Boston Celtics. And he didn't say freaking. <sighs> Scott Foster's gonna referee. Mm-hmm. It, we're back in Boston. Wait, I didn't know. There's there's this kind of culture where like you know who the referee is and that like affects. Yeah, because yeah, because ref- We've only won once with this ref. Yeah, because yeah, and this I think we played sucks. twelve games. Yeah, yeah. My conspiracy true. My conspiracy theory is true. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I don't know, man. I don't think we're the agenda win this continues. One. Mm. And if we don't win this, I don't. I don't see. I don't see me back in another searching for MacGuffin episode for a whole month. Wow, that's you're you're laying down that. Yeah. I don't even know what that is. I'm laying down the law. Okay. <laughs> so I'm gonna give you NBA an ultimatum. What is this? Uh, what is this? A uh, conference championship series? It's an Eastern been like Conference for you. What has it been, bro? It's a roller coaster. A roller coaster. I thought we were winning this. I th- I thought that's it. I thought it was over. Yeah, we were up yeah. what three to zero last week. We should have been done two weeks Every ago. We should have been done. I was like, all right, one more. Let's close. One more. It out. One more. <laughs> And then it, you were praying harder just than the one guy more. from, yeah. and then yeah, I don't know what to say. I thought I want, I don't want to talk about it. Okay, because they're probably it would be lose. it's it's hard to rep the heat after <laughs> if we lose. It's yeah, be, I'll wear it with pride, but man, it's gonna yeah. stink. It's gonna my stay, license yeah. plate has the heat logo on it. It'll be like yeah. when you wear when you wear your country's flag but they're going through like a totalitarian dictatorship <laughs> exactly <laughs> exactly it's like i'm repping what this represents underneath the turmoil of our existence but you know the florida panthers a hockey team we're in the stanley uh, cup yeah. what I does that mean for me hockey fan i don't know i don't watch hockey <laughs> i don't even know where to watch hockey i went to one hockey game in my life i struggled finding the puck but they got in a fight, so I thought that was interesting. So I think that always happens. I don't know. I can't tell. I've only been to one hockey game. I've only seen <laughs> one hockey game. I don't know what a hockey... I played... In high school, I yeah. played hockey. Indoor hockey. And that's it. And then I did it in college. But just to be clear, just to be clear, that's a floor hockey. That's not... Floor no ice. hockey yeah, in the yeah. gym. 
we're running with shoes, okay? I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to root for this team now. Also, you know what? If, if the Heat lose, we just become Miami Dolphins fans. We have right, Ted. Listen, I'm going all in. Mike McDaniels. Mike McDaniels is a Ted Lasso of the NFL. Yeah. That's it. We're good. And he's not going to leave us at the end of the season for his family because his family lives with him. Wait, I'm sorry. Is that happening? Or? I'm assuming so. Okay, that's not a <laughs> No. <laughs> okay. All right. So my conspiracy theory, right, is that all professional sports are rigged. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying they're fake, like everybody's in on it on the take. I'm just saying, like, you get one referee, you get one player on the team. No, there's definitely something. And, like, the ESPN agenda. Like, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, they're, the narrative like that ESPN they want to push. knew this was happening before yeah. it started mm-hmm. happening. And it's almost like the more games they play, the more money they make. Yeah. Hmm, you got one sweep on one side of the conference. You can't have another sweep, yeah, right? You want another sweep on the other one. Uh, exactly. I'm yeah. going to say I agree with you, but something's and, going on. And that healthy skepticism comes from knowing that I'm a lifelong fan of professional wrestling where everyone is in on the tape. Exactly. And this month, just, oh, actually, just last night when we were recording last this, night, yeah. right before the game seven of the conference championships was AEW, All Elite Wrestling's Double or Nothing. Mm. The four-year anniversary of their first pay-per-view. We could argue with our friends last night whether the company was four or five years. (laughs) Technically, they don't get their TV show for a couple of other months, which is when they really get rolling. But this was their first show four years ago Yeah, to the date. So it's kind of the four-year, the fifth Double or Nothing, their four-year anniversary. What did you think of the show, Link? That was an all right show. You get me? First match was great. Everything in the middle was boring. And the last two matches came in and were pretty great. Yeah. Dan's been disconnected for a while. He joined us on this bandwagon, uh, I don't know, I want to say a year or so ago. A year ago, yeah. Yeah. He was, uh, then we stopped drafting. We stopped keeping up with. It's because we do fantasy, what is it, wrestling? Yeah, fantasy wrestling. Yeah. Fantasy wrestling. What else would you call it? It's uh, fantasy football. It's fantasy yeah, yeah. basketball. <laughs> fantasy baseball. We do fantasy wrestling. Um, and it sounds weirdly like silly <laughs> or sensual. <laughs> we do fantasy wrestling. <laughs> so it's like, I want to wrestle Zendaya. No, no. <laughs> Back it up. So we do fantasy wrestling. Continue. And yeah, we invited Danny to do part of it without him knowing anything, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which is good. Cause sometimes you need, peop- you need people like that. Yeah. Sometimes they win. <laughs> sometimes they win. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, that's it, right? Yeah. So the new, so we redrafted without Dan. Well, he'll join our season later on. We're trying to figure out how it works again. But, uh, so we watched the show last night. How, so you, you mentioned what it was like. I think it's a turning point to just kind of like get Dan, catch Dan up to speed. And, and for those people who like listen to when we talk about this stuff, um, they were, they're investing in the future, their main event was four young guys that started off with the company since practically day one. Uh, Jungle Boy Jack Perry, the son of uh, Beverly Hills 90210 Luke Perry, along with other celebrated um, titles. Darby Allen, former professional skateboarder, friend of Tony Hawk, who's a turned professional wrestler. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah. Sammy Guevara, uh, who... Future father. Yeah, that's right. He announced that he's having a baby. 
right right in his entrance with the cue cards. He has this cue card gimmick where he holds up like um, Bob Dylan in the subterranean homesick blues music video. Mm. Um, and MJF, the guy who won the championship in New Jersey when we were there live. Yeah. One of the worst nights of our life. It was a great show. Great show. But MJF won the title. And we were in New Jersey. And we had to go to New Jersey, which <laughs> yeah. was really the worst part. And sit next to people from New Jersey. Apologies. No. Link, yeah. who is from New Jersey. I was just born there. That's it. I was just born, <laughs> conceived and born there. I was not raised in New Jersey. Well, that's what happened, right? The moment you were born, I'm your like, parents were like, there's no place to raise yeah, a child. Yeah, I'm like, get me out of here. <laughs> so uh, they were investing in the future for young guys. They stole the show. Excellent main event. Oh, if yeah, anyone gets sure. a chance to check it out. There was a bunch of criticism going into it, like, these guys aren't ready. Get out of here, bro. Man, you know, maybe they're not the best talkers. Maybe they don't have that, like, huge superstar image. But, man, they stole the show. They could that, go. That's interesting. So does this, like, end up being, like, a almost like a rookie showcase? Like, I, yeah, like, yeah. I mean, in a sense, yeah. Well, so Link was talking about this. He was telling me, these guys are so young. They're, he was like, the stars in WWE, which is the the league, the famous league, the Coca-Cola, right, of professional wrestling that everybody knows. He's like, the young guys here are so much better than the young guys there. And I'm trying to be fair and balanced. And I'm like, nah, that's not true, man. They have a lot of good talent. But we literally put them side by side. Like, we pulled up the rosters, and I was trying to argue against Link. And I, I really couldn't. No. They have great talent there, but they're all in their, like, 40s. Like, yeah. mid-30s, 40s. Mid-30s, 40s. These are 20-year-olds. Yeah, these guys the are show. 20, 25. They're, they're your age, Dan. They're Link's age, you know. No, 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 they're younger, Gabe's age. Younger than me. More yeah, Gabe's they're, age. they're in that 20 to 30 range. You yeah. know what I mean? And everyone is upwards of 40 in WWE. Not that those guys are amazing and everything. Yeah, we too. love them. But also, AEW has guys in that age range, too, with that level of experience who are just as amazing. Oh, yeah, yeah. But they're investing in the future. So when you say rookie showcase, yeah, this company's four years old. They've only been on national television for four years. So they're not exactly rookies. Mm -hmm. But this is their first time in that main event spotlight for the world heavyweight champions and they stole the show yeah so as main eventers yeah definitely a rookie year this is the first time AEW's champions in the past have been john moxley uh kenny omega chris jericho guys with years and years of experience hangman and, adam page yeah well hangman and page is probably their first cm punk how, how old is hangman 31 he's 31 and he was champion like mm, last mean, year yeah last year yeah so CM, he was like 30 cm punk as well yeah, and CM Punk. So everyone except Hangman was more well-established. Uh, Hangman was more established than these guys, sure. But also he was kind of like B player. They kind of built him up. So that was the first, like, yeah. moving into he's 30. He's moderately experienced. So they gave him the strap. But now we're moving into these under 30 guys that have literally never been on TV until... Um, four years ago. Until four years ago. And anything that audiences know is what they've been showcased here in this company mm. so i think that was a tremendous achievement i thought it was a great show especially yeah. that back half and then at the end there was a main event called anarchy in the arena where the blackpool combat club which is this team that john moxley and brian danielson have united to form alongside claudio castiglione formerly known as cesaro in wwe and wheeler utah versus um the elite the elite the Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, and Hangman reunited for the first time in, it feels like years, years. Yeah, right? years, yeah. Right? And they just, it was just carnage. 
It was beautiful. So to just kind of give you an idea, we've talked about it, Dan, when we took you to the show and it clicked that is like it's part concert, part, you know, theater, part sport. Uh, John Moxley's theme is Wild Thing. And he had a live band to come out and perform it. That's cool. And the brawl started all over the arena. Remember, it's four on four. So they go in all different directions. They're in the stands. They're in the ring. They go backstage. All the time, all the while, Wild Thing is playing yeah, the two, band. three uh, times. So cool. <laughs> yeah. So the match is happening while the soundtrack is going. And it doesn't stop until the Young Bucks go on stage and super kick the, the, musicians. the band leader. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. That's really cool. Which was doing blackface? Well, he he had a black mask and he had some black paint under it. Yes, but so it I looked like he was doing blackface. I don't think he was doing. I think he had a protective <laughs> mask because he, he knew, knew he was going to get kicked. Two yeah. kicks to the face from professional wrestlers. So yeah, he sold pretty good for it. But it was a uh, it was quite it was anarchy as advertised. They fought everywhere. It was cinematic. It, it was, was musical. It was violent. Screwdrivers, barbed wire, broken glass. Like it was not for the faint of heart. Explosions explosions yeah there was a moment where one of the young bucks did a super kick their signature move where they do like a thrust kick to the face um and then his sneaker exploded because he had tied like a firework contraption to it yeah that's yeah. crazy what the and heck? none of us yeah and none of us knew what happened not even the announcers they were like what, what? just happened and <laughs> there was no cool. yeah it was cool and it was it, it almost sounds stupid talking yeah. about it but it was awesome it was enjoyable yeah it was it was very good so uh pushing the art form of professional wrestling forward AEW. Um, yeah i mean come. so you got these these new guys right are you yeah. at all scared that wwe is gonna come up with a big check and be like I, that's always a possibility yeah and try to take this young talent away from AEW. that's a possibility um what they what WWE has against them is Vince McMahon, because if, mm. if Vince McMahon is in control, then have we talked about his return on the show? Yeah, he came back. Yeah, yeah. If Vince McMahon is in control, you don't you you, sh- you don't want to be part of WWE because there is no logic to the way he tells a story, and it's whatever makes him happy, <laughs> right? You're not gonna get pushed. You're, You're not, not gonna yet. get showcased. You might make a lot of money, which is a you good will incentive. no 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 you will make money. Yeah, it is a big business. I mean, it's business, right? That's what it is. But also when you're young, you kind of, it all depends. When you're young, you either want a lot of money or you want the fame. To, yeah, you want the yeah. legacy, you know? And, and sometimes investing in the legacy leads to more money later anyway, so. Yeah. So, I mean, if it, if it happens, it happens, right? The one thing I think they do got going for them is this company. And it's not just a company, because when we think companies, ugh, I think our generation, millennials, Gen Zers, um, we kind of look at the term company like, oh, whatever. I don't feel loyalty towards a company. But TK, Tony Khan, you know, the, the president, CEO, owner of this company has a very hands-on approach. And it's a very like, at least what we're shown, a family yeah, it's, like it's, environment. He's it's, a big fan. It's a millennial leading. Yeah. So running this company instead of a boomer right. who might be unapproachable, styles outdated. You get me? Compared to or just not relatable, not right, relatable to this yeah. generation. Yeah. So this guy used this company to invest in these four dudes for the past four, four years. years. And, and I think that goes a long way mm-hmm. with our generation. Yeah. I, mean, I think that's the kind of loyalty yeah. that we look for. Not the paycheck, but like where is it fun? And who believed in me when I was no one, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I think that goes a that long way. 
And I think it's going to be harder and harder if they do steal away talent with uh, dump trucks full of money, they're going to need to get another dump truck, you know? And that's good too. That's good too because I think, for example, we talked about Cody Rhodes. He left. The amount of money they offered him and the promises they offered him, nobody was getting that from the outside. So the guys who do leave, they help elevate the business too because at the end of the day, it's a business. So they're going to get more at WWE and AEW guys are going to get more because they're going to know what you need to match to keep a guy. Yeah, yeah. You know? Competition so, is healthy. Competition. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah, so I think it's good. I think it's good for everyone. But I think the culture at AEW, as long as it stays safe. It's healthier, yeah. As long as... No one's biting anyone. The incumbent CM Punk returning. I don't know if you know about this, Dan. Yeah, he's coming back? He's coming back. And he's getting his own show on Saturday nights. And they're keeping certain people away from each other on Wednesdays and Saturdays. So... If that doesn't cause division, that's like the that's like the storm brewing in the background. But if there's no division between certain figureheads within the company, I think there's a bright future yeah. for that company. All right. That's the end of this month's headlines. And that was like an episode in of itself. Yeah. Let's really quick. Let's go through some history. It's time for our May hysteria segment where we take a look at some historical events throughout the years and how they've affected oh. us today oh our past defines our present and it shapes our future in 1939 detective comics number 27 Ooh, the batman. first appearance of batman how why is this moment significant batman batman what? yeah he's batman he's, yeah, batman. Yeah. he's batman. Yeah. batman batman defines comics yeah you know he's one side of a i think superman what were comic. they doing the 26 issues before Actual detective stories, like like, like guys in trench coats, like solving oh, okay. mysteries. That's yeah. so oh. cool that Batman's origin is just from a detective comic. I love mm-hmm. that. Yeah, it is, yeah. And that's that's the I love when they hone in on that part of his mm-hmm. character. Yeah, it's my favorite. Yeah, and that's what comic books were. You know, comic books were not different than novels. You know, uh, sci-fi, uh, horror. You know, real life like detective stories, pulp. You know, pulp yeah. fiction. That's what comic books were until 1939 or. I think 30, if I'm not mistaken, 38, the year before, I think it's Superman, right? Is Batman first or Superman? I don't know. I think it's Superman, but no, no, it's Batman. It's Batman in 39 because DC, the company, stands for Detective Comics. Oh, yes. So it goes Batman and then Superman. Um, and then Superman is uh, Action Comic? Yeah. Yeah, Action Comics. That's right. He They've used an Action Comics at number one. So just that, the fact that that entire medium at this moment, shifts in a complete different direction that brings us to the world that we are today. Anyone watching a superhero movie in the theaters this summer? It's Thanks. because one man, Bob Kane, wrote no, Detective no. Comics. And that other guy. No, he drew it. I mean, I said one guy wrote it. But the other guy, gave, you got to give that other guy credit, who's bro. The, who's the other guy? I forgot his name. So why do you want to give him credit? Then? You give him credit anyways, bro. <laughs> they made a whole documentary about him. Socrates is sad now. He's listening to He was on, our, on the show earlier. If you didn't see our comic collecting episode, go back and take a look at it. Um, Batman was created by, um, who was it? Because only Bob Kane gets the creation. Um, yeah, but the other guy, cre- I mean, you credit. can create Bill Finger. Bill, Bill Finger, Finger is yeah, a- but this guy created the way he looks. Yeah, absolutely. So this guy's as important as Bob Kane. Yeah, especially if you see some of those early mock-ups that Bob Kane had of what he wanted Batman to look. Yeah, it was yeah. terrible. Yeah, that wouldn't have worked out. Yeah. <laughs> 1939 Detective Comics number 27. Download it today. Um, 1977. 
forward a couple of decades, A New Hope. Not much mm. to say here because we had a whole episode earlier this month. On Star Wars. That's what we did at the oh, beginning. Oh, we did it May 4th. Yeah. Um, a New Hope came out, started a long legacy that we still talk about constantly, watch constantly. Yeah. Star Wars, a whole universe was born in 1977. Mm. 1980, Pac-Man releases. Ooh. Is this a significant moment? For you guys? Oh, yeah. And Why? Kind of paved the way for games. Absolutely. Like, this is uh, this is just a classic for a reason. Mm-hmm. Not, not for me. Why? I don't care about this. You don't care about Pac-Man? No. I suck at Pac-Man. Really? Yeah. You know, <laughs> Pac-Man is one of the few games that my dad was really into. My dad is 80 plus years old, you know, so mm-hmm. he's he was raised in an era that predates video games significantly. So he never got it. He never understood it. He was always supportive. Um, I think we told the story about when he worked extra shifts just to give me uh, something to clean my Super yeah. Nintendo. But the one game that he would always stop, whether it was at a pizza place, whether it was, at, I don't know, a gas station or wherever, he would find a Pac-Man machine. He would pop a quarter in it and he would play a game of Pac-Man. I don't know what it was about this game that drew my father but there's something about Pac-Man, Donkey Kong, original Mario Brothers that mm. paved the way for the legacy of gaming. Mm. It something that connected with individuals. Tetris, the Tetris movie we talked about came out, you know, a couple of weeks ago. I highly recommend it. These games go beyond gaming and they're just part of like, I don't know, a cultural zeitgeist that taps into like your neurology. And they still exist today. They've been updated. And I think for many of us, we're still chasing that high of those early experiences. Yeah, Games get more beautiful. They get more complex. But the simplicity of a game like Pac-Man in 1980, it still resonates today. All right, 1992, Spawn debuts. Yeah, what? scary man. <laughs> Why do you say scary man? Just scary man, bro. What do you guys know about Spawn? An evil Batman. An evil Batman. An evil Batman. Yeah, I had those magical Batman. Evil magical Batman looks like Deadpool. Looks like Deadpool. See, that's a good pull there because Spawn image. Spawn was the headliner title by Todd McFarlane for Image Comics. A lot of the '90s artists had left Marvel to create this independent publishing company. Right, It was called Image Comics. Mm. Spawn was at the forefront of that. And the way that these creators, like Jim Lee, like Todd McFarlane, the way they drew comic books shaped the designs for years to come. Mm. Like you said, Deadpool, The Prowler in the Spider-Verse movie that's coming out. You know, Even Todd McFarlane's design of the black suit Spider-Man when he drew during those story arcs, they shaped the way that our superheroes are drawn and elevated art. Jim Lee, he's the one with the 97 run of X-Men. Yeah. That X-Men that we all imagine what they look like with the suits and the pockets and all. And the nice butts. That's right. And the (laughs) nice butts. We're looking at you, Cyclops. Um, It kind of shaped not just the way we expect comic books to look, but also giving back that power to the independent creators. It's always been a struggle in comic books 
for the creators to be compensated fairly. Mm, yeah. You have these giant corporations that own these characters and these artists, they redefine, they redesign. It's all, they create stories that reshape who the character is and draw illustrations that reshape what the character looks like, but they get no credit because they don't own it. So Spawn- Like Bill Finger. That's right. Absolutely. Like Even Bob Kane. You know that Bob Kane- The jerk to Bill Finger? Sure. But you know that he never got credit for creating Batman until the Batman movie was going to come out? Oh, yeah. Because his lawyer walked up to the producer of the film and he says, I'm going to sue you. And this is, uh, this is just what I remember. So, like, I'm really dumbing it down. But basically, he's just threatens to sue him. And stop the movie, right? Yeah, and stop the movie if he doesn't get credit for creation. So, from that point on, Bob Kane gets credit for creating Batman. But mm. if not, there would be no created by anyone. Yeah. Next to it. And that also opened the door for other people to start claiming. Stan Lee? Yeah. The, the, well, the Schuster, uh, Schuster and Siegel, the creators of Superman, for a long time fought over the, um, the ownership or at least the created credit of mm. Superman. Um, so this has always been a big thing. Right now we're in a writer's strike, actually. Exactly. Go ahead. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, we're in a writer's strike. Going back to Max, we talked about a little earlier. One of the controversial things is that they have a creator's section and it just kind of bundles writers directors and producers and in the middle of a writer's strike that came under fire because it was like yeah that's gross yeah you are the guy who paid to make the movie is not the same as the guy who wrote and directed the movie yeah. so there's always been that kind of culture of minimizing the creator's input in order to maximize the profits mm. and one might argue that Image Comics ended up becoming that third publisher that does the same thing now itself as it used to. But at least in uh, 1992, when Spawn debuted, it was an alternative to the mainstream mm. two-party system that we had in comic books. So what you're saying is, eat the rich. Got it. No, mm. that's what uh, AOC is saying. That's not what I'm saying. Mm. Um, eat these companies. Eat Netflix. I'll... <laughs> I'll allow it. 2002, Spider-Man, the Sam Raimi film debuts. Nice. What do you guys think about the Raimi films? It's pizza time. Great success. <laughs> I mean, it helps launch, I think, the modern superhero movie. Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. Bam yeah. Batman and Superman were great, but I think this like typifies... Some people will say 1999's X-Men. Nah. But I think it's... I think it's this one. Yeah. And the thing, too, is that you have a young man playing a young superhero. What? <laughs> you have a young man playing you a young... like a 40 year old Toby Maguire playing Spider-Man. Uh, Toby Maguire was not character. 40 when he was I don't know how old he was, but he, he was, was 20. He was playing a young he was relatable not... teenage yeah. guy. Yeah, he was in his 20s playing 16. That's the I mean I think he's 18 because he graduates right away. I mean that's what you're going to get though, you get me? Sure, I guess. I mean, with Tom Holland we got something more realistic. Yeah, but he was still 20, he wasn't in... He was in his 20s, he wasn't maybe he was a teenager. I think he was a teenager. Yeah, but yeah. he's he's 25 now, and he just two years ago, he stopped being in high school. I mean, yeah, that's fair, but at least when the movie started. Yeah, but yeah. you're getting... Also, he aged, though. He stopped being in high school like after five years, no? Like, there was a five-year skip where he didn't exist. That's true. So, But even then, in X-Men, they were in school. They were in Xavier school. Yeah, they were in Xavier school. You're right. Well, yeah. most of the team were um, teachers. Yeah. They were the teachers. What? St Storm and Mag Storm and 
Wolverine, Wolverine Cyclops. Yeah, they're not students. No, Cyclops yeah. is a student, no? No, he's a teacher. In Wait, isn't Jean Grey a student? No, she's a teacher also. Okay, then that's not bad. Okay. They end up together. <laughs> yeah, what? You thought Cyclops was Jean Grey's <laughs> teacher in 99 X-Men? I don't know. They don't end up together. They're already together when the movie starts. Okay, great success. <laughs> okay. So 2002, Sam Raimi's Spider-Man, I think it lays a foundation for superhero movies in general and the Spider-Man movies. Yeah. Which we have one coming up very soon that I think we're all excited about, right? Mm Mm-hmm. 2004, Friends Ends. Great success. This is just your comment for everybody. (laughs) Yeah. Great success. This was an important... Actually, going back to Spider-Man 2002, I remember specifically ditching my graduation practice to go watch this movie. And then in 2004, I remember this was the first time I was in college. I was like two years old. I must have been a sophomore in college. This is the first time I had like a TV watch party to watch the end of Friends. So this was an event. And it's funny that even... I ahead. watched that live. Yeah, you As did. it happened, yeah. And even to this day, I have kids in school who will like reference Friends and talk about it. It's just funny to me that that's a show that someone would go back and binge watch. To I day. mean, when, it, when they put it on Netflix, everyone yeah. started watching it. So mm-hmm. it... it you know, a whole a whole generation was got into net got into friends. Yeah, literally a whole generation. Yeah, like Gen twenty Z. years later. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That's crazy. So it, it's funny how sometimes things resonate. Yeah. Even decades later, two thousand and six Death Note manga ends. Death Note. I know this is important for you guys. I haven't seen this. Only the movie I've talked about. Love the movie. Big fan. <laughs> mm, Take mm. that back. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I haven't seen the movie. Well, why? Great you guys, manga. You guys always Great bring story. it up. I mean, I never read the manga, so. But the anime is follows yeah, closely, nah. right? You know. have read the manga, right, Danny? No, I've I've looked through it, but I've You've never dabbled. read it. I mean, it's yeah. I mean, it's pretty much the anime. Yeah, you know? it's short too, Same right? Story. Yeah, yeah thirty-seven episodes. Yeah. yeah. What What makes this a, such a iconic anime that keeps coming up in these conversations? Very different in its time. This is just a thriller. Nice yeah. little detective versus smart person. Yeah, it's like a chess match. It's, yeah. Doesn't end well, in my opinion. I agree with that. Really? But those oh, first have... 20 to 25 episodes? Yeah, this one, yeah. Those first 30 okay. episodes would do, yeah. Oh, I haven't heard this. Yeah. How soon should I watch this? Whenever you want. When, yeah, whenever. It's short. It's okay. worth the watch, though. I think everyone should watch. Yeah. Okay. So you heard it here. Everyone should watch this if you watch anime. Yeah. To, would you recommend this to someone who doesn't really watch anime? Or you have to be into anime? I don't know, Link. What I don't do you know. Think? I don't know. It's, it's kind tough. of demonic. It's yeah, short, though. It's short, but it's kind of like might be strong. You yeah. get me? I don't know. All right. That's a tough one. Depends yeah. on the person. Okay. It depends on the individual person. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. 2010 Red Dead Redemption debuts. Oh, yes. One of the greatest Ooh. games of one all time. One of the greatest games of all time. And it taught me how to hunt and skin animals. And how to talk like a cow, Blackjack. boy. Play blackjack in like all hours of the night with strangers online. Yeah. What do you think the long term legacy of this game is? Did wonders for Rockstar. Yeah. It gave I don't know. Something, it gave them something other than them. GTA. Because yeah, what they have after what the what do they have besides a uh, Red Dead that? That is popular. I know they For have, example, I they, know they have, they have the bully. Uh, bully, but that, you know. I mean, they've had games like standalone games. They have Bully. You had L.A. Noir. You had is Max Payne yeah. part of this. Yeah, Max Payne, yeah. Yeah, but even yeah. then that hasn't continued, right? 
Yeah. They had Manhunt, one and two. Sure. So this is the the only game besides the Warriors. GTA, that was a great game. GTA that it has a series. It has a series. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. a franchise. Yeah, and I Red Dead it, Two being honestly one of my favorite. My, games yeah, ever. one of the best. Yeah, yeah. I didn't think you could. Incredible. I didn't think. I didn't think anyone could beat John Morston. But here you have Arthur Morgan, oh. who I who I love. So good. Yeah, come here, boy. Am I overreaching to say that it, its legacy goes beyond just Rockstar and the Red Dead franchise? And to say that we're here with games like Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom, that sure. open sandbox because of the success? Because of nature. Sandbox. And because of the exploration that just Red one Dead of those building blocks for yeah. uh, open world games. That's in nature. In nature. Because you've always. Yeah, in nature. Yeah. It's like the open the games we had were all, were all city related. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, to kind of change the setting, right? Yeah. And I think also just to show that there was both financial and artistic space there mm, for yeah. those kind of open world games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think it definitely helped set a pattern for gaming. Finally, 2012. Uh, tw- 20. No, that's 11 years ago. I don't math is hard. 2012, the Avengers film first came out. Yeah. The first time we saw all our favorite superheroes team up. Yeah. What do we think? I mean, the building blocks to what we have now. If you look, that's if my you, line. If you watch it now, it's interesting because it's not you. You're like, wow, this movie was so good when I watched it yeah. 12 years ago. Now it's like, this movie kind of sucks. Uh, well, okay. <laughs> not that it sucks. I, I, agree. I, I disagree with that. Yeah. Not that it sucks, but it's like, it the, scale it's, the scale is so compared. small. Yeah, like the heroes... You, it's six, it's just six people, you get me for an Avengers movie. Right. Yeah. We do that we've all grown, the time. Now. We've grown so much, yeah. you get me. We get six people in one normal superhero, and movie. we're not we happy. Had three yeah. Spider Man. We had three Spider Man. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. We had Civil War. Yeah. Uh, you had you had superhero versus superhero. So, it, not that it sucks, but it's like wow. It it was good. Times for it, have it's changed. great. Yeah. Times have, it was great for its time. You get me. Yeah. Um, if you go back, it's you. It's a good movie. You get me. You you feel nostalgia. Um, you appreciate, you know, seeing Tony back and everyone else. You appreciate that. But wow, we've gone a long way. Yeah, I'm pretty sure back then we didn't think things could get better, but they did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now we think they can't get worse, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because we were doing a rewatch. Guardians Three was amazing, right? So me and my wife came home. And she's like, Guardians rewatch. It has to do it. Hmm. So we watch one, we watch two, and then she's like, oh, we have to watch Infinity War and Endgame because the story continues there and they're Hmm. all over it. So we did. And after Infinity War, we were both just like, this movie's so good. And after Endgame, she was openly weeping again years later for like the 50th time, right? And and we we came to the conclusion, we're like, I don't know if you can feel this again. And it wasn't just a moment because I still feel it now. Mm. It the films are just so good. Yeah. And everything. It was like with Infinity War, it's like scene after scene. We're going to that guy. We're going to this guy. We're going to her. We're going to them. And it's just like everything is just like amazingly mm. built. And we're just like, I don't know if I can feel that for whatever Kang Dynasty or Secret Wars is gonna be. Like I hope so. But I think there's a point where you reach a pinnacle. And all you can do is just like exist from that point on. I don't know if you'll ever be at that 
point again. It's not impossible. It's not impossible because that's how I felt after the Dark Knight. Mm-hmm. And look at the Batman. You think sure. the Batman makes you feel the same way you did during the, the Dark, Dark Knight? Knight? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But then that's but see, but that's not continuing. That's reimagining. That's also true. Yeah. True. It's a new it, story. New what, about, what about yeah. Spider Man though? No, uh, far, whatever this one's called, the newest one that came out. No way home. No way home. Yeah. I mean, did you ever feel like this is the greatest Spider-Man will never be better than that? I mean, I don't think Homecoming or... I don't think Spider-Man 3, The Amazing Spider-Man... Maybe Spider-Man 2? Yeah, but I don't think when Spider-Man 2 came out, you were like, there's nothing better. We'll never have better (laughs) Spider-Man than Spider-Man 2. We just haven't until recently. No, but what I'm saying is, like, it doesn't get better than Endgame. I don't know, man. I I think No Way Home can come close. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. I just think it's... When we were watching Infinity War, it was like the original seven, amazing. Yeah. yeah. The Guardians, amazing. Black Panther, you know, Chadwick Boseman as Black Panther, mm. amazing. They did so much right to set the pieces. Now it's kind of a hodgepodge of like, I like this. I'm not too crazy about that. I'm not a fan of that. Mm. And it's like, that's what's coalescing, you know? I just, it's tough. I don't know. I don't know what they're gonna do, but it's definitely not gonna have the same emotional impact on me. Yeah, especially because we live in a world where Dan legitimately said he's never gonna watch Ant Man three. Yeah. Like that is blasphemy. Paul Rudd's just gonna a few die. Years ago. The, Paul Rudd's gonna die in these movies, and you'd be like, it doesn't mean anything to me. Yeah. Probably won't. <laughs> <laughs> you just made me sad. Okay, let's wrap up really quick. While we're on the topic of superheroes, we have this month's The Battle. And since we're running long, I think we'll only do one topic. But we've pitted Gabriel versus Link in our first February The Battle. Now we're here in May. And I got one topic for you. Marvel versus DC. Which movies will be better in three years? You got to pick a side. So one of you's got to be more. It, it doesn't have to be what you I, believe. It just I has be, to be the same. Go okay, ahead. Well, can you do we be? choose? Okay. You could. I'll, I, I'll let you choose. I'll happily be, be DC. Yeah, you want to be Marvel? I'll be Marvel. All right, hit it. So you got just like two minutes. Uh, why would Marvel or DC be the better films in three years? Well, listen. We know that James Gunn is doing wonderful work. We saw what he did with the Suicide Squad. He took what he had. He made it great. I think his attention to detail, his love and care for the craft, he's going to make a wonderful story regardless of what we've had from DC in the past. And I just can't see Marvel keeping up with what James Gunn is going to set up. I think it's going to be new. It's going to be fresh. It's going to be exciting. And I think people are going to stray away from the MCU. All right. Your answer, Link. I think that James Gunn is way over his head. You get me? You had one successful franchise. Congrats. We love that. We love that for you. Can you do a whole company? I don't know. You're not Kevin Feige. You might have learned a little bit from him, but I don't know. You're working for Warner Brothers. You get me? That itself is kind of a tough hill to overcome. I, You know what? Marvel has a good track record. You know they haven't been doing too well, but... As soon as you introduce the X-Men, as soon as you introduce Fantastic Four, you breathe new life into these, uh, this franchise. You're going to breathe new life into this franchise, and everyone's going to get excited. Plus, more Tom Holland movies are coming out. 
He might just make him the leader, the new leader of the Avengers. You're good. Okay. You each took about a minute. So if you want to rebuttal, Danny, do you want to address anything that Listen, I think the DC right now has the advantage of being a unified vision now rather than the MCU's very scattered vision. The DC, we don't know yet, but it seems like it, it's moving towards one goal, which is what made the Avengers so successful in 2012. Yeah. I don't know if I'm allowed I to interject. I can't see that. Yeah. I don't know if I'm allowed to interject, but you said a unified vision. We still are unclear as to like who we have to keep and what which one of these movies, like Flash, that is, is going to be a big success. Do we have to like still hang on to certain pieces of the existing universe? And how is that going to affect the future, do you think? I'm not I'm sure. That's a tough one. I don't know what James Gunn is gonna do with that, but I don't. Yeah, I trust him. I he, he again. He has a good track record. I I trust him to manage things correctly, and I, I just see a, a more positive future for DC right now than the MCU. Okay, fair link. Uh I don't know, man. I feel like there's that unified vision is gonna come at. There there might be some conflict, especially with. You know, he wants to do whatever he wants, right? And I'm, I'm excited for it. But they've already established, uh, the, you know, a Batman movie. You get me? With the Batman. Mm. You can't take a, that away from Matt Reeves because it's... I will say this. I think the Batman's better than anything James Gunn has made. So I'm going to interject here then. Do you think DC has an advantage, though, over Marvel, who you're repping, um, because they can tell a cinematic universe story like Marvel does, but also color outside the lines with these Elseworlds? Yeah, that, and that's true. That You can do that, but I think it's going to confuse people. Mm. That's yeah. Fair. But also, the, the multiverse confuses people, too. So that, yeah. That's also fair. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so I guess we end May confused. Am I supposed to uh, like choose a winner? I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I'm not good. At, I'm not I, good at debates. Yeah, Gabriel's the real competitive I could one. Go either way. Yeah, yeah. I think so, it's whatever people like. But I, I, I mean, if I were to choose, I, I would also say, um, DC. <laughs> okay, so I guess my verdict is both of you may or may not <laughs> be right in the month of May. In the month of May. So as we look forward to our future, this is episode what, Dan. 82. 82. And we're nearing the end of this season. We're going to go on hiatus this summer because what we learned our first year is we need a break and you guys need a break. Exactly. We'll be traveling internationally, but this might be our last episode for a few weeks before we come back to finish the season. Unless, of course, scheduling and Spider-Verse is so amazing that we get together to do one Last one before we go on break. But if not, we hope you guys have a happy next couple of uh, happy June, right? Um, and we'll get together in just a few short weeks. Maybe we'll see you next next week for Spider Verse, or maybe we will talk about it when we come back. We may or may not see you again real soon. <laughs> but until then, keep searching. Thanks, guys. <laughs>